listening to Akira, the Don, artist, DJ, Wave Lord, and architect of the Meaning Wave What's cracking, baby? Welcome to the show. You are welcome. You, you, you came here of your own accord? You came here because you wanted to. This was not any kind of a ploy or a scheme. If I was that kind of a person, I would have done one of those clickbait uh, stream headlines. Maybe I should start doing that. I'll, th- I'll consider it. Sam Hyde does it very well. Obvious clickbait, ridiculous uh, stream titles. People like it. My stream titles are very simple. One word. Ooh, intrigue. Trap. Really, I could have got the quarterly stream like how I almost got. Diddy. Or something like that, right? P. Diddy almost. That time P. Diddy nearly. People like that sort of thing, right? You know, I don't be doing any drama. I'm not calling anybody out on stream. Tell me that's what people want. Is that what the people want? Is that what you want, brother, sister? Hey, look. Hey. That's fucking crazy, right? I just saw the door move and I looked down. Oh, look at that. I got an electrically and I got uh, incense. Amazing. That ma- I don't know what magical fairy just did that. Although it was probably my wife. Thank you, darling. Make some noise for the beautiful way. Shout out to everyone in. Big Bad Wolf, what's up? Full Killer, what's up? Big Bad Wolf says Trapezius Maximus. Casey is in the house. Captain, Captain Push-Up Casey. He's uh, aiming at 100 today, I think. Started push-ups early, 20 sets of five. Struggling on a third set. My goal is 100. Without knees, lol. Uh, I only done 30 today thus far. I did 30 sit-ups as well, and I did 30 air squats. Uh, I yeeted my son around the pool quite a bit. That's a good workout. If you ever happen to have an 11-year-old boy around, just fucking pick him up and lob him. That's a good workout. Get after it, Casey. Uh, what up, Dirk? What's up, Dirk? What up, Christopher Bartley? What up, Grand Delay? 
I trust my life to the Akira weeknight live stream chat. I like the way you specified that. Not the not those weekend guys. You trust your life to the weekday, week evening chat, not the weekend lot. There's too many British people amongst their numbers. I'm aware of that. Too many Europeans. Speaking of which, I've been invited onto the Ireland podcast tomorrow. The Ireland podcast. That's the the podcast of the country Ireland. Talk about Wales. The guy leaves you a message. He's like, I know you're not actually Welsh, but you spend some time there, didn't you? That'd be nice. I can't do the accent. I'm terrible. I can only do one accent, and that's Scottish. I can't even do my own. I don't even know what mine is. Uh, Shroom Boy says, I'm cooking rice noodles in the microwave at work. I'm cooking rice noodles in the microwave at work. If you were Scottish, you would say that. Yeah, dosh, can't you? Uh, Mason, it's a wholesome trap and you can't get out of it. That's true. It's a wholesome trap. Uh, Yaman Yao Sun says, no P Diddy talk tolerated. Well, I'm afraid I am going to have to talk about Diddy, though. Because... Uh, I do, I do have a Diddy story, and I have to share it. I'm afraid. I'm afraid there will there will be Diddy discussion of a sort. Diddy or Diddy not? Well, uh, well, I think we all know by this point. Dirk from Texas says, "Did Little Rod get his nickname before or after Diddy? Diddy or Diddy not? I just don't know. Little Rod." horrible free consciousness says bless this chat yes the chat needs some blessing blessings upon the chat Dirk from Texas says Texas stands with the with the island of course the island podcast says stick to your Scottish accent how dare you you can teach me you can give me some lessons how about that Gets code as me, says thank God it wasn't the island off of the coast of New York. Which one's that? The Staten. That's a good island. Everyone likes that island. Sue! Excellent island. Alright, have you smashed the like yet? You have to do that, otherwise they don't send out invites. Por favor, smash it if you want to like. We're discussing uh, uh, the micro and the macro of the nature of uh, traps that people set. So we should probably start with a song that lays out some of that. Uh, Make some noise for Dr. Alan Watts. Fuck, fuck, fuck! Let's get my chat sorted. Don't know. Yeah. Now then the question arises, who's deceiving who? Who's fooling who? I'm fooling me. This is the metaphysical basis of it. This is what the Hindus mean by Maya. 
the world illusion. The world is playing its there when it isn't. And it's a trap. And it sucks you in. And you can't come out again. And it's a trap. And it sucks you in. And you can't come out again. And it's a thorough big trap too. But always, when you get an idea like this, or a feeling like this, follow it to its extreme. Don't back out from it. If you find you're selfish, go to the extreme of what selfishness means. Confusion largely results from not following feelings or ideas to their death. You know, people think they want to be immortal. They'd like to live forever. Do you really want to do that? Think about it. Really go into it. What it would be like. People say they want this, that, and the other. They want this kind of car. They want this kind of dress. This much money and so on. It's always a good idea to think it right through. What it would involve to be in that situation. To have those desires fulfilled. It's a trap. Emojis in the chat, flood the chat now. Go! Jesse says in case he drops that thing. Alan Words emojis in the chat. Also, when you form a relationship to another person, take it through too. You see? How inconvenient would they be? However, attractive. Turn the embroidery round and look at the underside, but don't get caught doing it. See, that's something one does on the side, in secret. Because otherwise you play the game that everything is as it's supposed to be on the front. But that makes you humorous. And that makes you human. Yeah. That makes you humorous. Easy JBZ says, I can't find the Island Podcast YouTube. Where can I? I know. I'm pretty sure I just saw the Island Podcast in the chat. Uh, maybe, like, um, oh, there you go. Yeah, Island Podcast is in the chat. It says, like the Irishman with two condoms, to be sure, to be sure. And that makes you humorous. <laughs> See? That makes you humorous. Scroll up a bit and like click that. Well, that makes you humorous. Maybe that'll work. I don't know. I haven't tried it myself either. I don't know. I don't know anything about the Island Podcast other than well, that makes you the Island Podcast. So therefore, it must be the podcast of Ireland. And that makes you humorous. Otherwise, it would be false advertising. Well, that makes you humorous. Uh, excuse me. I have to climb this ladder. And that makes you humorous. Well, that makes you humorous. And that makes you humorous. That makes you humorous. And 
Walking Mall Poets says those Irish poets are legendary. And 
Those legendary ones, though, aren't they? There's lots of Irish poets that nobody gives a fuck about. Because they weren't very good or because they just, you know, just didn't happen to uh, happen upon the right tavern or whatever it was to get heard. Life is a mystery. Every man must stand alone. That makes you I hear you call my name. That makes you Feels like home. Judgment takes experience, it takes a lot of time to build up. You have to put yourself in positions where you can exercise judgment that'll come from taking on accountability. Accountability. Leverage is something that society gives you much later once you've demonstrated your judgment, unless you learn a code or you become good with media. But these are permissionless leverage. Leverage comes later. Judgment comes later. Accountability you can take on immediately. You can say, hey, I'll take charge of this thing that nobody wants to take charge of. So accountability is where you can step up, but then you're publicly putting your neck on the chopping block. So you have to deliver. Judgment takes experience, takes a lot of time to build up. You have to put yourself in positions where you can exercise judgment. Accountability. That'll come from taking on accountability. Judgment takes experience, takes a lot of time to build up. You have to put yourself in positions where you can exercise judgment. Accountability. That'll come from taking on accountability. taking on accountability for things that other people don't know how to do and that perhaps you enjoy doing or you're naturally inclined towards doing. You could be working in a factory and it may turn out that the hardest thing in the factory is knowing how to raise capital to keep the factory running and that's what the owner of the factory is always stressed out about. But if you notice this and you're like, I'm good at balancing my checkbook and I have a good head for numbers and I'm good at watching money, but I haven't really raised money before. You offer your help and become the owner's sidekick in that regard. You help solve their biggest problem. You become the heir apparent. Leap Day Island Podcast Where were you when I was trying to work out what to do in my stream today? I could have made it Leap themed That would require knowing anything about leaps It's Leap Day 30 days after September, April, June Also November All the rest have 31 except in February alone Which has 28 days clear and 29 on each leap year It's Leap Year We've got an extra day Today's the extra day 
This is a gift. This is incredible. Wow, you got an extra day, gang. How you feel about that? This day is a bonus. It's a plus. It's an extra. Wow, make some noise for this extra day and tell me for the international high five where you are and uh, if you'd known what would you have done with this extra day if you knew you were getting one extra day this year would you have done something different special what what would you have done with the extra day had you even known had we been informed had the island podcast been around to let us all know accountability that was Kira the Don and Navarre Rabbit can't take accountability album how to get rich volume free i do like that whole situation i do like that record as a production find things where you have any interest and take on accountability don't worry about short-term compensation if you dive into the edge of knowledge which nobody knows how to solve and you solve the hard problems taking on accountability people will line up behind you the leverage will come the leverage will come I just looked at uh, my, my clock it says February the 28th which suggests uh, it's not in fact leap day and that is actually tomorrow so we have been warned. Tomorrow is the leap day, right? Today, tomorrow is the day of leaping. So we can have a leap themed stream. And we can go, ooh, extra day. You've got warning. Tomorrow is bonus day. So that's good news. Free consciousness says happy leap day to all those living in the future. Oh, yeah, we have, do have Australians in the house. Uh, Shouts out to our Australian friends. Uh, Jason Eva, it's uh, tomorrow for Akira. It's leap day here in Philippines already. Ah, yeah, there you go. You see? Good. I'm glad I worked this out myself. I'm so proud of myself. Chinchilla in Manila, what's up? Alright, so, okay, we're straddling. We're straddling the leap day. We've got one foot in, in, the, in the order of the regular year structure and another foot in the chaos of the leap situation. That's very cool. Uh, be me, says Chinchilla in Manila. Exactly, exactly that. Yoga Max says Akira is always living in the future, pacing the way, shepherding us. Yes, it's true, I am. It's one of my sacred duties. XX Mavog says, uh, correct, it is tomorrow, Akira. You still have time. Ha ha ha. Crazy. Casey, leaping towards a newer, better me. Becca H says, Ireland is in the future. Yes, in many regards. Dirk from Texas says, I think I'll take extra days to reflect upon my blessings. That's nice, isn't it? Walking more poet is asking the Island Podcast how it is in the future. Is the leap day leaping with promise? This is, we all want to know. How is the future? How is the future, the Island Podcast? Let us know if we can refer to you by your real name or one of, you know, whichever name you happen to prefer. You can be the Island Podcast. It's mysterious. Tommy Nations in Norway says it's leap day here too. Sweat. 
Norway, working out and cleaning my house, says Tommy Nation. Good for you. Island Podcast, Fender Jackson here. Oh, yeah. Leyendo. The Leyendo. The legend uh, Fender Jackson is in the building. Also, uh, host of the Island Podcast. Also, uh, famously, in my old rap group, uh, I might have told you about the first gig we did where um, I tricked everyone. It was a trap. I, I created a trap. Sometimes traps are good. You know, sometimes traps can be good. So I had this band, right? And uh, we used to rehearse in in the in well in my flat actually in the basement on on Camden Road, and we also in some rehearsal studios. You know, uh, we formed on the millennium, the first moment of the millennium. We decided that we would be a rap group, and we would all learn to rap. You know, and uh, be great. So we practiced and all that sort of thing. And I wanted to play gigs and stuff and make song make songs. And they're like, no, we're not ready yet. We're not ready. You know, we don't have enough. So- we can't do any gigs. We don't have enough songs. All that. So what I did was I booked as a gig. Without telling anyone, I booked as a gig, and then uh, I had some advert go in a listing, go in the New Musical Express, I believe it was, and a few other places. And uh, I informed the band that we had a gig, and there was nothing they could do about it. So we had to make some songs and do the gig. And uh, and uh, the legend Fender Jackson played guitar um, at this gig, uh, as I recall, dressed in a clown costume on some stilts on stilts clown costume now we were also sort of nervous and what have you we all got very drunk i got particularly drunk i think i drank a whole small bottle of scotch before going on stage and uh, was so drunk i vomited through the spider-man mask i was wearing all over the headline band's equipment and they were very upset and i also remember that when we finished the set i thought we were still playing the third song you know and somehow fender jackson uh, presided over all of this playing a guitar on stilts uh, in some kind of a costume you see but the moral to that story is because then we were out there. We were in the world. We were a legendary rap group. People heard about us. People were excited. They booked us for other shows. Uh, had I not set that trap, right, uh, we might have stayed rehearsing in that basement forever. You know? Sometimes you have to declare that you're going to do a thing in order to do it. You know what I mean? Anyway. So shout out to uh, Fender Jackson. A... Uh, an unknown but now known meaning wave legend and let's do the international high five since we're all here together and uh, if you don't know how to do that what you have to do is you have to aim at the screen right uh, whatever you're looking at and you have to uh, you know you have to uh, cock back like that right and then you have to do that and then you go three two one high five that's what you do. The laughing heart. And then you listen to this lovely song. Ah, great memories, says the Island Podcast. I'm glad you can remember it. I barely can. I will remember the story. Your life is your life. I have a little visual bits. It's a dank submission. Be on the watch. There are ways out. There is light somewhere. It may not be much light, but it beats the darkness.
The Laughing Heart with Tom Waits reading Charles Bukowski. Akira. Akira. Should I get some keeps coming up to me? What are we supposed to do? Well, I keep saying, de-emphasize anxiety. Reassure people. You meet people who say, you know, I'm really scared. I'm, I'm scared about my job. I'm scared, 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 scared. scared. It's, it's, you know, don't worry. You don't know enough to worry. That's God's truth. Who do you think you are that you should worry for crying out loud? Don't worry. That's God's truth. It's a total waste of time. It presupposes. Hey, speech you, Manana Island podcast. That it is, in fact, a form of hubris. So lovely to see you. You know, now what you do is just pay your bills and, you know, pack heat if you need to and don't worry. That's all. <laughs> yes. Worry is praying to the devil. That's great. Worry is betting against yourself. You know, Wee Po Yang, the, a great Chinese Taoist who wrote many, many commentaries on the Ching. He was asked at the end of his life what was his conclusion of a life of studying the Ching. He said, worry is preposterous. That was it. Don't worry. You don't know enough to worry. That's God's truth. Who do you think you are that you should worry for crying out loud? Don't worry. That's God's truth. You don't know enough to worry. That's God's truth. Who do you think you are that you should worry for crying out loud? What's up, Yoga Max? Says, hey, Mr. Buchanan, what you can't pay your bills. This is just saying, the hubris is he speaks of Israel. That's God's truth. The truth of God. That's God's truth. That's God's truth.
says, says, I miss having a Terrence emoji. We'll bring him back. We'll have to bring him back. People do ask for it. Maybe that's the next emoji source. Let me check. says meaning wave is a process been about four years for me and i'm still working through some of the lessons in these songs you are not alone <laughs> 32 members we can open up another emoji slot and maybe get back Terrence. There you go. In case you're like, oh my God, where's this wonderful music? Uh, this is my cover version of the Daredevil theme. Can you imagine it? I made this when I was in Los Angeles. My old friend Errol Alkin. DJ and producer was visiting at the time he helped me uh, do the final master on this uh, he taught me about parallel compression which I didn't really know much about at that time so this is the first record where I deliberately did parallel compression which is basically compressing a thing and then mixing in the compressed thing rather than the whole thing being compressed bloody hell okay shit Got a bit closer to that emoji slot. Mighty Casey stopped doing push-ups for a second, just long enough to gift five memberships to the viewers of this stream. D-Man got one, Alan V got one, D got one, Dark got one, and Scottsley got one. Bienvenidos. Welcome to the channel, and gracias, Casey, for your generosity. Beautiful thing. says that background's got it going on cool with the torches we're in the dojo today amanda we put up in the dojo we are not in you know some celestial paradox like the past few days it's a little more chill today song from that era this of course became pet a cat when you encounter one on the street uh, 
started out live as a Midnight Men song called Starlight. I maybe played it on a stream once. Mama and I did a vocal demo for it. It was very lovely. This was a period in time when I was constantly trying to get people who were trying to ensnare me in all sorts of traps. LA is full of traps, you know, you've got to be careful. But he says, Dojo looks like the Andron of an ancient Greek household. Oh, well, they had to practice too. Soja says, Mamadon sings beautifully. Hey. Amanda Dancer says, What is this? It's Soja. One of the traps they set in Los Angeles is they tell you you have to go to a lot of parties. Yeah, Bushido Pirate Crew says, Akira bro, hope you are well. I love your new studio at the monastery. Hey, thank you very much. Isn't it lovely? Yeah, one of the traps in LA is they tell you you've got to go to parties. They say that's where all the deals are made. That's where things go down. You have to go to parties and, and meet people and network and all that type of business. So, you know, I was in L.A. from, uh, what was it, 2014 to 2021, 2020, sorry. Like living. And I was out there in 2005 for about a year or so. Something like that. But, you know, so I was like, hey, I got to L.A. in like 2014. And... Um, yeah, I went to a lot of parties. They said, you got to go to these parties. you got to go. I went to a lot of parties, and all I ever got was a fucking hangover, you know? Really? I can't, I'm trying to think of... There, there was a lot of talk at these parties. A lot of a lot of talk. So a lot of talk happens, and a lot of people go, oh, they have great ideas, and they're going to do this, and that's going to happen, and your music's going to be in this movie, and you're going to DJ at this island, and this thing, and doobity-doobie, and a, a lot of that sort of business. There are weird goings on in weird rooms, you know. I would stay away from the weird, weird rooms. I mean, but I did that for years. I did do it for years. I would DJ like five nights a week. I would play these parties, then go to an after party afterwards because that's what you're supposed to do and I was like this will be the one one time it's like right we're going to Justin Bieber's after party I'd uh, DJed for him at the Grammy at this Grammy party he'd like jumped up on stage where I was DJing jumped on on, on the DJ booth and uh, had me play his single and then he sort of sang over the top of it type thing having a party afterwards so it's like oh we'll go to the Justin Bieber party it'll be great there'll be important people there and they can maybe one of them can manage you and all this stuff sort of you end up in some like weird situation with just like awful desperate people screaming at you and such, such like and, and these at that point I don't know if it's different now but oftentimes you'd find yourself up in the Hollywood Hills on top of these places and you didn't have cell phone coverage 
so you'd be kind of uh, trapped. Up of these places, you couldn't ring a cab or anything like that, and you'd have to kind of find your way home somehow. I know one time I ended up in an after party that was supposed to be this really great thing that was really going to be useful for me to go to. And it ended up being like a bunch of people like playing acoustic guitars uh, menacingly. You've ever been, you ever had someone play acoustic guitar menacingly at you? Like, and they're really angry that you're not singing along with them, right? And there were some weird shenanigans going on with what they were putting in their liquids, and I'd sneak out. And like, I had to try and escape from this place. I ended up like falling down this hill and just rolling and rolling down this bloody massive hill and then sort of falling out into a freeway. And I was very glad that I fell out into a freeway, even though I could have died because it was lots of traffic. Because it meant I was away from those terrible creatures. I don't even know what you call them. Because they're not hippies. But like, they, they kind of have the uh, affectations of hippies, but they're secret. I don't know, it's very strange. Chinchilla in Manila says these live streams are a trap. I got ensnared in meaning. It happens. Alan Moran says those parties change at midnight, 1 a.m. Whole vibe changes and it gets weird. Well, I would only get to them at like 3, 4 a.m. So I'd be DJing till 2 and then you have to like do things afterwards and sort things out. So I'd be rocking up to these things 3, 4 and now it's already weird, right? You get there and it's weird. Weirdness is occurring. Anyway, eventually I, I worked out that the, the whole superstar DJ life was not necessarily the best thing for me to be doing. And, uh, and I also uh, invented Meaning Wave, you know? As you do. And I had this studio in downtown Los Angeles, and people were always still trying to get me to go to parties. And oftentimes there'd be parties like right next to where I was. And sometimes I'd go to them, and it was usually stupid. One time I went to a good one. And it was, um, what was it? It was Odd Future, had a gig. And that was really fun. It was like a really, really little place, and it was Odd Future playing a gig, and it was just really little, and it was a great show. And we hung out with Odd Future, and they were really nice, and, you know, rapped a bit and freestyled with the, them, and that was fun. Occasionally, things are fun. Occasionally, but usually it was just like narcissistic psychopaths uh, and orgies of, uh, of um, disingenuous weirdness and, and bad drugs and just creepy shit with Russian girls screaming and just weird stuff. There's always some weird thing going on. It's basically like all that stuff The Weeknd sings about, but like more cringe and lame. There's a lot of that sort of thing. Anyway, um, so you know Diddy, right? That guy, P. Diddy. He was always framed as kind of the good guy in the East West Coast thing in a weird sort of way. You had Suge Knight on one side and Diddy on the other. And Suge Knight's like a violent psychopath who hangs vanilla ice out of uh, balconies, right? Shakes him around the place. And uh, all that sort of thing. You know, one, one time Suge Knight threatened me with uh, death, you know? Because uh, I, I mocked him when I was doing my little music journalism -y thing. You know, I used to sort of take digs at Suge Knight, you know. And um, I said something... Uh, he got banned from driving because he ran someone over or something like that. And uh, so he was going to, someone had said he was going to have to get the bus. And I'd made some little dig about how it would be difficult to get his fat ass on the bus. And I got an email from, from Death Row Records from the Row staff on behalf of him uh, warning me to never go to Los Angeles. I'd 
come up missing. Now, you know, P. Diddy never sent me one of those. And, you know, he's like a nice guy. He's always inviting everyone to parties and stuff. You know, he's down at the club. I was DJing out and stuff like that. He was just getting people to go to parties all the time. There's certain people in that world that just go around collecting people from the clubs and collecting them for parties. Uh, Notch, the guy who bought Minecraft, he'd do that. He'd send people down to just collect people to go up to his mansion. And have a party. Anyway, um, one time, um, what was the name of the thing? Hang on a sec. Yeah, so one time I'd invented Meaning Wave. And I was in my studio in downtown Los Angeles. Oh. And, um, yeah, I'm working on some music and it's like, sort of, there's a load of shenanigans going on. Down to, I, my studio is in downtown Los Angeles in this big tall building. There's one of the oldest buildings in LA. It's like listed. You're not allowed to touch it. It used to be a bank or something. I had like vault at the bottom. And like directly opposite, there was on the left bit, there was this like sneaker store that people used to queue up for fucking hours to get like the new Kanye sneaker. And to the right, there was this building where like they had lavish events. And right next to that was a, a liquor store. And I used to go in there and get like beverages. Anyway, it turns out like P. Diddy was having one of his white parties uh, in the building directly opposite uh, my studio. And they were these parties that you'd have where like everyone would dress in white, you know. You'd hear things about Diddy's white parties or his parties in general. It sort of sounded a bit dodgy and sus. But anyways, people, people were trying to get me to go to this party. It was like, oh, it'd be really good. It'd be really good for you. And you'd get some really good networking in and this, that and the other. You know? Good, you know, good networking, something really amazing for my career, all these da da da. Or I could work on this song that I'm working on and finish this song. Sometimes when you're working on a song, you know that if you stop and leave, it will be a very different song because when you come back, you'll be different, the energy will be different, and uh, everything, it, it just won't be the same song. You know, you have to, th that's just the thing that you have to be aware of. That when you stop, a moment, the moment is gone and it will not return. So anyway, I decided not to go to Diddy's party and I stayed and I, and I, and I finished the song. And you know, I'm very grateful to, uh, to God, you know, for, for that. Because what it was, was I listened, I, I'd been working a long time on working out on recognizing whether I'm hearing the voice of God or the devil, right? You know that thing. I've talked about this before that, like, I think of Meaning Wave in a way of, like, you have the devil and the angel on your shoulder in those cartoons. And uh, when you have these questions in life, that they'll come along, right? And, um, and they'll advise you. So one of the things I was doing with Meaning Wave was, was deliberately constructing an army of shoulder angels. So when I have a question, they would pop up, you know? And I go, oh, what would Jocko do? What would such and such do? You know, and they'd, they'd crowd out the voice of the devil <laughs> and give me a good perspective, you know. So in that moment, I had my shoulder angels and I had gods, you know. And I'd worked and I'd also had the devil. Devil said, go to the party. Oh, yeah. But I've been working out, you know, I've been learning to recognize the voice of the devil so as not to pay attention to that motherfucker. You know, so anyway, 
I didn't listen to the devil. I listened to God. And um, I did not go to Diddy's party. And so, therefore, I did not uh, get molested uh, or waste any time. You know, I instead I made this song. Well, there's plenty of things to criticize about being. It's tragic. And there's malevolence. That's basically the issue. And you can complain about that. But the thing is, if you complain about that, if you adopt that attitude, which is sort of an anti-being attitude, you go places that if you knew you were going, you probably wouldn't want to go. It's the places where, like, the kids that shot up Columbine went. Those are bad places. If you read the writings of the Columbine high school kids, and you really read them, if they don't make the hair stand up in the back of your neck, you are not paying attention. And one kid wrote things, I cannot believe that people could write. And I've exposed myself to a lot of crazy things that people have done and said. You just can't understand it. It's, it's, it's uncanny, you know. Well, that's where you end up if, you're, if you get bitter. It's like, well, what can you do about that? Well, the world is harsh. It's like, should you criticize it? Not until you put yourself together. You've got to bring everything you can to bear on the problem before you have any right to stand in judgment about being yourself. And that's what these mass murderers do. That's what they're doing. That's what they're acting out. They're saying, well, I'm looking out in the world. I don't like people. They're full of flaws. They act badly. They're a cancer on the face of the planet. It'd be better if they didn't exist at all. I don't like being. It's too full of suffering and evil. I'm the judge of this. I'm going to make my goddamn case. I'm going to take them out. And then it's more than that. It's like I'm going to take them out and I'm going to do it with the innocence first. That's the thing you've got to hit about mass murderer types. They're not hunting down the guilty. That's too obvious. They're hunting down the innocent. That's the best protest. Think about it. Well, I don't want to think about it. Well, that's for sure. You bloody well don't want to think about it. But you better think about it. That's where you go when you take that criticism of being approach. It's like you don't get to do that. Unless you want to end up there. It's bad. So what do you do instead? doing stupid things stop lying stop making things worse stop making yourself weak even in a day you'll see that you have choices in front of you and sometimes you don't know what to do okay you're ignorant maybe you make a mistake whatever that's just ignorance malevolence is when you know what you shouldn't do People do that all the time. And that's arrogance. That's, I'll get away with it. It's deceit. Because you're lying to yourself about whether you should do this or not. You know you shouldn't. And then it's resentment because, well, it's like, I'm going to do this bad thing because that'll teach the people, that'll teach God to treat me this way. That's the terrible trinity. Deceit, arrogance, resentment those out of your life.
So I didn't go to P. Diddy's party that was right outside my studio. I, I made this song. And it was real magical, this song coming together. I was in the studio, and it, was, it wasn't long after I made the studio. It was working, you know? It's amazing when things work. And the, the lighting in there was really cool. And I'm in Los Angeles up in this giant building. Really, the sound record sounded really great. You know? I look out around, I can see the, the people coming out of the Diddy party, and some people sort of staggering out and over. It's fucking carnage. And I'm listening to this song that I've made, it's like four in the morning or something, it's like three in the morning, maybe. I'm like, wow, this wouldn't exist if I had listened to the devil and gone down there. I'd be one of them, these uh, like zombie looking creatures flailing around. They're getting shift. They're all getting like herded into cars to go off to another place to go and be continue this thing that they're doing, this strange ritual. I had this music, you know. I remember quite clearly that, like listening to it, and it was really beautiful. And then allowing it to sort of ring out, you know, the reverb of the final note. Then I got on my, you know, like I packed on my studio and I went and got on my e-scooter. And I rode back to West Hollywood on my e-scooter. Uh, I think I was listening to Red Letter Media video. And it was a beautiful night. Relatively clear. See a couple stars. No one ran me off the road, you know. It was like, like that time of night you can get from... Uh, from downtown Los Angeles to West Hollywood and not very like 25 minutes or something on an e-scooter if you've got the, the right amount of juice in the battery and little moments like that life is full of these little moments where you can make one decision things could be very different just the non-existence of this song would make the world very different. I wonder, you know, I wonder. I wonder, I wonder. But people ask me a lot, you know, they're like, how do you keep, you know, sort of on the path? How do you stop from straying and getting distracted? And how do you know when you're doing the right thing? Like one of the things, as I was saying earlier, is you learn to recognize the voice of the devil and you learn to recognize the voice of God. And the voice of God, one aspect of that you could think about is something you know very well and you've known in your whole life, and that, that's your conscience, right? That always pops up and tells you, hey, the little Jimmy Cricket thing. That's one of the many reasons Pinocchio is so useful. You know the voice of the devil because it's always saying with such sort of smirking certainty something you know to be fucked up. They'll say, oh, exercise is bad for you. Eat the bugs. You don't need protein. <laughs> it's so stupid shit like that, right? And it can't help but be kind of like smirking when it says it. So you get used to understanding recognizing the voice of God and the voice of the devil, you listen to God, you don't listen to the devil, or do the opposite of what the devil says. But you here's another thing though, if you've got uh, it falls back to the old, uh, the devil will find work for idle hands to do. If you've got something to do, 
devil can't touch you if you're occupied with an adventure of your own choosing with specific aims and systems to carry you to those aims that are non-negotiable that leaves little wiggle room for the devil to get at you Very little wiggle room for the devil if a person has a definiteness of purpose about their how they're executing their existence. So that's one easy thing, is just you know get that sussed out, mapped out, decided upon, and stick to it. Easy. Devil can't touch you. Your song version of this song will exist and you will not get molested by molested by P. Diddy and your ancestors will be proud and smiling it's nice yourself even those that are supposedly born and never lose touch with the knowledge of their, their true nature. They are not much help to humanity because they don't know how to meet anybody where they are. In order to be of help to humanity, you have to take the pathways yourself. yourself busy find a purpose so that you could become like me yeah, and you don't have to find you know your big grand one if you're not sure about that just pick one like, I, if you've not yet worked out what your big grand one is just pick a one maybe you're gonna get yourself in shape so that you uh, could maybe you're gonna uh, write a novel maybe you're gonna learn a language maybe you're gonna learn an instrument maybe you're gonna uh, you know volunteer at a soup kitchen and make cakes whatever it is pick a thing do that thing Occup make sure you're filled and deviating from that thing I had to well, you just don't. You can't. So then it's easy to not get caught in people's traps because, well, can't go get caught in that trap because I'm making my cake. I'm making my cake for the orphans. Casey says, great story. Shaggy says, sweet. So that you... Free consciousness says, super ducking blessed. Samuel Maxwell says, is that a dynasty warrior's background? No. It is not. So that you could Lee Shepard says, thanks for all you do, brother. I really needed this today. Hey. 
that's cool, isn't it? Thank you. That's makes two of us. So that you could become like me. Beautiful thing. Bill Ing says, don't deviate. But why do you think they call it deviance? Deviant behavior. What up, Sergi Sergi? Appreciate you. So that you could become like me. Vera and Kira the Dawn has become like you. As a massacre in the in the chat situation, we were just hit with an absolutely bountiful gifting of five meaning wave memberships from Brother Moran, Kimberly Levinsky, Bienvenidos. Christopher Bartley, Bienvenidos, JDM, John Face, Magpie, and Josh Will, Bienvenidos. You get access to the emojis. You can download the Yeated streams. You can download the mixtapes. Thank you, Brother Moran. Brother Matt's generosity was matched by Chinchilla in Manila. He also gave five Meaning Wave memberships to the community. Radically Milk Toast, Chrysanthemum, 
snowy AYT, Mark CF and John Smith. Welcome to the channel. Thank you, Chinchilla and Manila, you beautiful thing. Thank you to all supporters of Meaning Wave. We could not do this without you. I dedicate this song to you. Yourself. The people I deal with today will be meddling, ungrateful, arrogant, dishonest, jealous, and silly. Okay. They are like this because they can't tell good from evil. But I have seen the beauty of good and the ugliness of evil. And have recognized that the wrongdoer has a nature related to my own. Not of the same blood or birth, but the same mind. And possessing a share of the divine. Not of the same blood or birth, but the same mind. I'm possessing a shirt in the divine So none of them can hurt me No one can implicate me in ugliness No one can I feel angry at my relative or hate We were born to work together like Feet, hands and eyes Like the two rows of teeth Upper and lower To obstruct each other is unnatural To feel anger at someone To turn your back on it These are obstructions Yo, this guy's your first book So you won't die in bitterness But in cheerfulness and truth, grateful to the gods from the bottom of your heart. Grateful to the gods from yeah. the bottom of yeah. your heart. Discard your facts and books so you won't die in madness. But in cheerfulness and truth, grateful to the gods from the bottom of your heart. Grateful to the gods from the bottom of your heart. Discard your facts and books so you won't die in madness. But in cheerfulness and truth, grateful to the gods from the bottom of your heart. I say grateful to the gods from the bottom of your heart. Whatever this is that I am. Flash a little spirit and intelligence. Throw away your books. Stop letting yourself be distracted. That is not allowed. Instead, as if you were dying right now, despise your flesh. A mess of blood, pieces of bone, a woven tangle of nerves, veins, and arteries. Consider what the spirit is, eh? But never the same, eh? Vomit it out and go in again every instant, like. Finally, the intelligence. Think of it this way, you are an old man. Stop allowing your mind to be a slave. To be jerked about by selfish impulses. To kick against fate and a present. To mistrust the future. Why is divine is full of providence. Even chance is not divorced from nature. From the inweaving and infolding of things. Governed by providence. Everything proceeds from it. And then there is necessity and the needs of the whole world. Of which you are a part. Whatever the nature of the whole does and whatever serves to maintain it is good for every part of nature. The world is maintained by change in the elements and in the things they compose. That should be enough for you. Treat it as an axiom. Treat it as an axiom, yo. Discard your first books so you won't die in bitterness. But in cheerfulness and truth, grateful to the gods from the bottom of your heart. Grateful to the gods from the bottom of your heart. Discard your first books so you won't die in bitterness. But in cheerfulness and truth, grateful to the gods from the bottom of your heart. Grateful to the gods from the bottom of your heart. Discard your past books so you won't die in bitterness. 
Kimberly, when it comes to Ong, thank you. Exercise. They want to avoid discomfort. Yeah. I feel like any type of exercise is just like something to be avoided. That's not for me. Fuck that. I don't want to sweat. I don't want to strain. I don't want to sweat. I don't want to strain. A lot of times, this association that they have is about the beginnings of getting in shape. It's not about once you're actually fit. Because once you're actually fit, when you look forward to it, it feels great. If I can't get a workout in, I look at my schedule. I don't have any time for a workout, which means I'm not going to get that good feeling, get, get that good feeling. And so instead of looking at it like, oh, I've got to go grunt and sweat, I'm thinking I'm not going to feel good, I'm not going to feel relaxed, I'm not going to feel carefree, even appreciative, like my appreciation of things, and it gets enhanced greatly after exercise. I just feel better. Yeah, now I'm doing it. 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 I'm
it's that. Great day, Rook. It's much weaker. Glad to chat. Let's go. Motivation and my discipline much stronger. I think a lot of it is based on just the consistency. Blowing something off is not just bad for you physically. It's also bad mentally because then that option is now available. The option to fuck off. You did it before and you're probably going to do it again. And you'll get mediocre results, not just in that aspect of your life, maybe in all aspects of your life. That option to fuck off when you embrace it, that is a pathway that you might choose when it comes to dealing with conflict in your personal life, business business decisions, career decisions, like an uncomfortable decision that you might be faced with, what your pathway is in life, but you don't do it instead, you fuck off. And that inclination to fuck off, that gathers momentum as well. The inclination to be disciplined, that comes with momentum. I think both things, you take a path. show, this broadcast, this glorious experience that we're all having is brought to you by MeaningWave.com. It is. Tell them about it, lady. You said that very fast.
it's true. Uh, yeah, go to meanyway.com. It's great. Look at me trying to click on an OBS. It's not going to work. I have to go to the website itself. There you go. You could, if you wanted, go to meaningwave.com and get yourself one of these lovely... Look at those, they're so cool. Uh, I need to get another one. Mine's in storage, in storage in Texas, isn't it? I knew I was missing... I knew I was missing something from my life that I used to really enjoy. And that's the Great Day Woo t-shirt. Uh, printed on luxurious cotton and manufactured in the USA. But you can get it in a choice of white or black. Or grey heather. Uh, you know... I had a white one. Classic Great Day Woo. It says Great Day Woo. You know what I mean? I was like, how are you doing? You could be like, whoosh. Great Day Woo! You know what I mean? I mean, what could be better than that? Not much, I'm telling you. And uh, it also exists as a ladies' t-shirt in lady cut uh, for, for the ladies. For some reason, I typed in Great Day Woo, and this came up. Look, it's a beautiful day to be alive. Cotton sweatshirt. That's nice, isn't it? Just simple. It says it's a beautiful day to be alive. See, you know, Mini Wave has a, a great variety of garments. We have, you know, the loud and uh, and uh, colourful, and we also have the the simple and refined for the refined gentleman and gentlewoman out there. Uh, so, if you fancy treating yourself, go to MiniWave.com and uh, maybe get one of those. There, good. Or you could get the shirt that I am wearing now. And uh, that's the Inside Job one. This is the thumbnail of the song Inside Job. And you can find that by typing Inside Job up there. That's the easy way to find specific things. Uh, there's also the blog section where you can keep abreast of the ongoings and you'll, you'll see what streams we've been doing. Uh, we have, uh, you know, uh, This Week in Meaning Wave and uh, sometimes I write blogs, actually. I wrote one earlier, I might post it. Little stories or things of that nature, musings. Uh, also, there's the resources tab if you want to support Meaning Wave. If you made shitloads of money on Bitcoin today and you want to send us a Bitcoin, you can. There's our Bitcoin address there. Uh, we've got an ETH, a Patreon, a PayPal, and a Venmo, and a Cachette. MeaningWave.com says don't forget to be gentle with the like button I haven't mentioned the like button have I how's it looking how is me not having mentioned it uh, how is that doing for the like button uh, it looks like the like button is relatively healthy should be dead Kimberly Novinsky says this community is the ish Yoga Max says yo that was awesome is waiting on her calm hoodie. Nice. Someone just ordered two items from the Meaning Wave online store. I know because my phone just went ching. It makes a ching noise. Walking more poses, man. I needed this. Getting sick totally interrupted my flow. This put me right back on the tracks. Amazing. I mean, it is very, very true. You know, I've, I'm a person who has been in uh, very, very bad shape. Uh, 
and is now in this shape, which is better shape than I've been in before. And being in this shape is a much uh, better experience in in everything, all manners I can think of. There isn't a single aspect of life, of my life, that has not been improved by being in better shape. Just out of simple things like being able to lob my child for great distances and sort of pick him up and fling him around. I just like when you're getting up. I took great pleasure earlier. For some reason, I had to like get up off the sofa and I got up very powerfully and assuredly because I had power in my legs from doing all these squats. It just felt good to be able to just stand. You know what I mean? Like uh, lots of people, I'm sure lots of people that I went to school with are spending a lot of time on Facebook complaining about aching and how, how it hurts to exist now and stuff like that. Whereas I feel better than I've ever felt in my life. Uh, so I would definitely advise all that stuff. Uh, I don't put out records that I do not back. Now, sometimes I put out records where I've not yet um, fully embodied what's in them, and that's partly why I make them, so that then I can, you know, listen to them a lot and, and embody. You know what I mean? Uh, it's not wisdom until you act, embody it. It's just stuff, you know? That's what meaning wave is for. Help you. Embody. So thank you, meaning wave. Thank you all. Casey, I just saw the true cosmic romance in merch. Omg, that's one of my favorites too. I need a new one. I wore that one so much, I have worn it out. Um, I wore that so much, like, and actually I got the version of that I had though, because I made that t-shirt design over a decade ago. Um, Makes a noise to Paul Harvey. So fast. Oh, 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 all this in less than 200 years. What is the secret of our success? Well, I think it had to do with a basic American's creed. Perhaps it never passed the pioneer's lips in this form, but if it had, I think he would have said something like this. I believe in my God, in my country, and in myself. I believe in my God, in my country, and in myself. I know that sounds like a trite, too simple thing to say, and yet it's a rare man today who will dare to stand up and say, I believe in my God, and my country, and in myself. And in that order. When the early American pioneer first turned his eyes toward the West, there were only Indian trails or traces, as they were called, for him to follow through the wilderness. Do you know today you can roller skate from Miami to Seattle? From San Diego to Plymouth Rock? In this little bitty instant, as historical time has measured, our 7% of the Earth's population has come to possess more than half of all the world's good things. How come? When that early pioneer turned his eyes toward the west, he didn't demand that somebody else look at him. He didn't demand. 
demand a free education. He didn't demand a guaranteed rocking chair at even time. He didn't demand that somebody else take care of him if he got ill or got old. There was an old-fashioned philosophy in those days that a man was supposed to provide for his own and for his own future. He didn't demand a maximum amount of money for a minimum amount of work. Nor did he expect pay for no work at all. Come to think of it, he didn't demand anything. That hard-handed pioneer just looked out there at the rolling plains, stretching away to the tall green mountains, and then lifted his eyes to the blue skies and said, Thank you, God.
Mr. Paul Harvey. Yes, thank you, God. Paul Harvey passed on this day in 2009. His work lives on. Greatness does not disappear. Side job. See, ours is not the first by George Good government to arise on the world stage. There have been several. Rome, Spain, and Greece, and China. Some noise pull, Harvey. About 150 years at its zenith. That's just about our time in the new world. And then each decayed away. Not one of them was ever destroyed by anybody else's marching legions. Each rotted away, morally, socially, culturally, economically, simultaneously. You know, one of the most cruel paradoxes of history is this. Because each was a good government, more bountiful fruit. When it more bountiful fruit, the people got fat. When they got fat, they got lazy. When they got lazy, they began to want to absolve themselves of personal responsibility and turn over the government to for them. Things which, traditionally, they had been doing for themselves. There appears to be nothing wrong asking government to perform some extra service for you, but if you ask government for extra services, government, in order to perform its increasing function, has to get bigger, right? And as government gets bigger, in order to support its increasing size, it has to what? Tax the individual more, so the individual gets littler. And to collect the increased taxes requires more tax collectors, so the government gets bigger in order to pay the additional tax collectors, and has to tax the individual more, so the government gets bigger in the government gets bigger, the individual gets littler. The government is all powerful. The individual is hardly anything for good, good, good government. More bountiful fruit. When it's more bountiful fruit, the people got fat. And when they got fat, they got lazy. When they got lazy, they began to absolve themselves of personal responsibility and turn over to government. For them, things which traditionally they have been doing for themselves. So that the need is for a vigorous, strong man to arise on the scene. Regulate and regiment the affairs of men. Yet history tells us there have been several such once upon a time. There was a nation great and powerful. She was suffering from the aftermath of war, from depression. Then came upon the scene a leader, an idealist, self-confident, intolerant of criticism. Wisely, he limited his early activities to combating the financial depression. Nobody could argue with that. But in a while, he began to regulate business and establish new rules to govern commerce. Some of them diametrical disagreement with the God-made laws of supply and demand, but anybody who disagreed with those new rules was promptly fired. The new leader saw that under the old system of free enterprise, landlords prospered, so he levied new taxes to take away their profits and destroy what he called the monopoly of capital. To please laborers, he controlled prices. To win the favor of the farmers, he gave them loans and subsidies. The national debt mounted alarmingly. Whenever anybody tried to tell him that governments, even as people, can go broke, when they spend beyond their income, he said they just didn't understand deficit finance. What do you say? Did he build on rock or on sand? I say on sand. For you see, this was the story of Emperor Su Tung Po, who led China to its doom. More than a thousand years Because each was a good government. Got fat, they got lazy. When they got lazy, they began to 
themselves a personal responsibility and turn over to government to do for them things which traditionally they had been doing for themselves. I am satisfied with all my heart that if Uncle Sam ever does get whipped here too, it will have been an inside job. It was internal decay, it was not external attack that destroyed the Roman Empire. Starting about 146 B.C., internal conditions in Rome were characterized by a welter of class wars and conflicts, street brawls, corrupt governors, lack of personal integrity and moral responsibility, conflict, street brawls, corrupt governors, lack of personal integrity and moral responsibility, conflict, street brawls, corrupt governors, lack of personal integrity and moral responsibility, conflict, street brawls, corrupt governors, personal integrity and moral responsibility, Make some noise! Oh, then wave emojis in the chat for Paul Harvey. Nailing it yet again. Pornography. 
Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches, I would substitute psychology for religion and deify science. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who want it until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. What'll you bet? I couldn't get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich. I would caution against extremes in hard work, in patriotism, in moral conduct. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun, that what you see on TV is the way to be. And thus I could undress you in public, and I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, well, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. If I were the devil, if I were the devil, Paul Harvey 1965 60 years. Sermon about sin. <laughs> 60 years later. It's probably true. If we're talking about a secular sermon on the subject of hard work. America's preachers tell me that there is no sermon which is looked forward to with less enthusiasm than a sermon about sin. <laughs> well, that's probably true. So Yoga Max. If we're talking about a secular sermon on the subject Poor Harvey Gigabase child. Here, a pregnant skyline of America was set in place one brick at a time. Now that represents a lot of calluses. America the Beautiful is not an accomplished fact guaranteed to remain intact. God shed his grace on thee, to be sure, but... But... This was wasteland when God had it to himself. He handed man a hoe and said, you want another Eden? All right, burn it. And all that's necessary for the weeds to take over again is for you and me 
lay down that hold. Come on. Work. 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 Hard work. There is no gospel less popular than the gospel of hard work. 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 Hard work. There is no gospel less popular. Get to work. Get to work. Go. We tell our young people how our country was carved out of the wilderness. No, it wasn't. Our nation was hammered and hoed and chopped and dug and sawed and clawed out of the wilderness by barehanded men who asked nothing for nothing. America did not start out with an agricultural production that the awe and envy of the world. It was seeded first by sod-busting farmers who fought Indians and ranchers and cold and heat and drought and bugs and flood and one another. The fruited plain sprang forth from barren acres only after they had been watered with a lot of sweat. Work, 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 hard work. There is no gospel less popular than the gospel of hard work. What I'm saying is that the more history I study, ours and others, the more certain I am that there is one fertilizer essential to the survival of civilization, and that fertilizer is sweat. And I don't mean perspiration, I mean the kind of steamy, streamy, salty sweat that's wrung from a man by hard physical work. Somehow, the sweat gets into the soil of a farm, or a factory, or a city, or a state, or a nation, and everything thereabouts grows tall and strong and tough enough to stand against any storm. But today the sweat dries up, the soil dries up, and whole civilizations are buried in dust. Check out the Meaning Wave Paul Harvey playlist on your platform of choice. Jason Eva will post the link in the description in the um, chat. We have a number of Paul Harvey joints, they're all fire. Looking forward to bringing you more. preface this really quickly with saying one important thing before we start. Thank you, Jason. The people. And pop that in the description as well. Thank you. For those across space and time. If you listen to this on the replay, check the description. Ironically, and look at our link. 
of jokes. Because the alternative is the people fear the government. That's fucking tyranny. Tyranny. The government should fear the people. The government should fear the people. The government should fear the people. Ah, the people. Ah. platforms of streaming. Bigger multiverse media space. Appreciate you. Don Joko Fire. Black and Blue Finn says you are Fire Akira. You are breathtaking. Subject says as drooling class of senility. Good point, well made.
aristocracy develops, government tends more and more to act exclusively in the interests of the ruling class. Whether that class be hereditary royalty, oligarchs of financial empires, or entrenched bureaucracy, all governments suffer a reoccurring problem. Power attracts pathological personalities. It is not that power corrupts, but that it is magnetic to the corruptible. Such people have a tendency to become drunk on violence, a condition to which they are quickly addicted. Travis of all, right? It's one of the things this school is designed to do. To instill a blind trust of authority. A certain kind of authority, an unquestioning blind trust. Trust the government. Trust the plan. All the way to your doom. Trust no government. Trust no plan. Trust your intuition. Trust the voice of God. What that is. No enemy, one must be invented. The military force which is denied an external target always turns against its own people. I think, as far as the question of God goes, I wish that science, which is supposed to explore these things, refuses to explore the fundamental question that is of interest not only. 
will not believe I did not plan this to say those words and then play this song
wonderfully, <laughs> wonderfully disappearing there. That's when I needed him, perfectly in uh, time and in key with where we were. Trust no government, I said, trust your intuition. And there we had a song, ready and waiting for us. That's the power of Meaning Wave, that's what that is. That's what happens when you reach epic catalogue levels. Which we are, you know, we're, we're at epic catalogue levels now. I've got 647 songs in my, in my Meaning Wave genre crate. Another, um... 20-something is going to be released in the next, like, uh, month. Way more on deck. Oh, my goodness. The one I wrote just before I came on stream. Uh, that's one for a Meaning Wave superstar who's got a lot of records that people love. This is by far the greatest for that specific artist that we have. And they got some people's favorites already. This is like next level nuclear. Oh, so it was so cool because I thought I'd written the chorus. And then I was like, oh, what if I did it? Hang on. Now it's got two. And I was inspired. You know, the other day we were in the zeros and I was like noticing, or I noticed, um, I was like, oh, those Timberland songs. Those motherfuckers had like four choruses, didn't they? I was like, shit, yeah, why, why, why limit it to one? I mean, I've done that on songs before, but it was fresh in my mind, you know? And the next chorus I came up with was fucking even better. But it's like, have both. So good. I'm excited about it. I might, I might get you on it. Would you like to be on the chorus of this song that I just wrote? That might be cool. What up, everybody? Zinzi was cracking. Zombie Nation, what's up? Shaky, what's up? Chris, what's up? Olio, what is up? We've been in the house, we've been here. Yeah, there's another banging stream. Uh, we, we, you know, we have, we've had some story telling time. We talked about some stuff that had happened. I shared with you how to uh, not get molested by P. Diddy. I let you know the secrets, you know, the secrets. I think we're all, you know, a little bit, you know, more advanced as a result of this operation, this this experience. Makes a noise for yourselves. Great stream, woo. Thank you, Casey. tomorrow with something special Chris says I dig the story times epic says Tommy Nation well, we'll be back tomorrow with something epic and then hold tight Friday something that's very special uh, happening happening so keep it locked uh, had but the like on the way out leave a comment in the comments section uh, I've just I'll put the track listing in the description and the pinned comment in case you want to go, what was that song? I love that song. I've never heard that song before. What the fuck? Billing says, I had a great workout during stream. Proud of you. 
Black and Blue Fin says, hooray for this pattern of streaming. It is a pattern. We do have a pattern. We've established a pattern. Long may this pattern continue. Yeah, go kick that like in the nuts on the way out. Leave a comment. Head on over to meaningwave.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Be excellent to one another. I know you will. I know you always are. Proud of you. Wave Lord and Architects of the Meaning Wave Universe.